The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified, and on the third day he will be raised. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, and kneeling before him, she asked a favor of him. And he said to her, What do you want? She said to him, Declare that these two sons of mine will sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? They said to him, We are able. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink my cup, but to sit at my right hand at my left, this is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard it, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to him and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus continues his formation of the apostles because he knows they have a mission following his death and resurrection to bring the good news to the Gentiles. And so he is teaching them what it means to be great in the kingdom of God. And the answer is to serve others without expecting anything in return. Pure motives, ambitious for the kingdom of God. This is a hard lesson, and this is the third passion prediction Jesus makes on the way to Jerusalem. The first two, the disciples failed miserably. The first one, Peter, basically said, you cannot suffer. You're the Messiah. He was taking the place of Satan. It was a temptation, and Jesus called him out. The second time Jesus had his passion prediction, they remained silent. Jesus is telling them he's on his way to his death, and they have nothing to say. But in his absence, they are thinking among themselves who would be the greatest among them. Now here's the third prediction, and again, they fail. Now it becomes more blatant because James and John, not bold enough to come to Jesus, gets their mother to plead that they have the two highest positions in the kingdom. And that's because they think the kingdom is going to be an earthly kingdom brought in by the Messiah to place Israel back on its throne and not have Rome or any other nation subjugate them. So they want positions of power. Here Jesus makes it very plain and he asks them, do you have what it takes to drink from the cup that I'm about to drink? Now, that could be for them 
an invitation to drink at the king's table in the kingdom where there's great adulation and power, but Jesus is referring to the cup of suffering from the Old Testament Psalms and the prophet Isaiah, where the suffering will be on behalf of others, particularly for their sins. Jesus is ready to drink the cup, and the disciples are clearly not. And so he tells them what is great in the kingdom, and again, it's to serve. Now, this runs completely contrary to their culture, particularly in the Roman Empire, but ours as well. We see it all over the place. To be great is to have adulation, power in all the realms of the secular world. So in sports, it's to be on the top of your game, government to be in a position of power, in business to have riches, all because it's this world-centered. Jesus makes it plain. We see an example, though, of a servant ready to suffer in the first reading from the prophet Jeremiah. He was given a commission by God that he did not want to go to the people he knew were breaking the covenant and tell them that they needed to repent. And this was just before the Babylonian invasion. He knew what was coming, and the people did not. And they wouldn't listen to him. In fact, the more he told them to repent, the more they persecuted him. And eventually he would be put to death in exile. But notice what he does here. And we have his prayer. Give heed to me, O Lord, and listen to what my adversaries say. Remember how I stood before you to speak good for them, to turn away your wrath from them. Here he is praying for his persecutors. Well, that's to serve. We have been invited in this Mass to take up the position that Jesus is offering us to drink from the cup, and we will receive his body, blood, soul, and divinity, take him into ourselves, and then to imitate him in service to the world, to our neighbor, to our enemy, and truly have the heart of God and be ambitious for the kingdom of God. Let us thank the Lord for this commission he's giving us, this commission to take up our role, proclaim the good news, even to the point of suffering.